0: Let's get ready to nibble and chew upon this remarkable banquet because this is Bill's Big Bag of Onions. 100 word stories written and performed exclusively for the show and then dispersed with resplendently remarkable music. So sit back and kick off your shoes and allow your soul to be infused by our unique and innovative storytelling because this is Bill's Big Bag of Onions.
1: This little piggy went to market. He's no ordinary shopper. He's the resource finder. He'll find anything you need for your next job. This little piggy stayed home. The thinker, quiet but important nonetheless. Need a new idea or your next job planned? He's your man. This little piggy had roast beef. The strong one. You want him by your side when the going gets tough. This little piggy had none. Wiry, fast, in and out with the goods in no time. And this little piggy went wee, wee, wee. The bleeding grass. We shot him. Anyone for sausages?
2: Hmm. sitting in the pan. One went pop and another went.
3: up the dark drive through bushes into the house with food laden tables music playing well-dressed people eat drink and mingle i don't know anyone but they include me and i enjoy chatting with various charming strangers i climb the dark stairs to the toilet a glass cubicle i hear the host's voice i've always wanted to shoot someone in the loo and a gun loading. I duck and run downstairs. I try to warn people, but they cut me off, smiling and chatting. I want to leave, but daren't. The host approaches, winking seductively, and refills my glass.
1: is not a motto i live by i frequently agonize over whether i've said enough or perhaps too much i often reconsider all those sliding door moments and wonder should i have gone out with him instead should i have left that job stayed at that school mostly i regret those moments when i did not speak up when no one defended me and i didn't find the voice to do it for myself someone suggested i focus more on how my choices have affected others now i regret even more c'est la vie pour
2: toi
3: love your outfit you taking the mick only banter anyway i can't talk look at me stethoscope with beachwear i'm supposed to be an air hostess the flippers are an unusual touch that's your plane then yeah that your tank yep why why am i wearing a spacesuit? lord knows cowboy hat's weird perched on top of the helmet too Get into roll role dressed like this? It's impossible, I agree. I'm Humphrey, by the way. Never imagined Action Man being a Humphrey. You're Barbie. How do you. Oh, she's put me back in the sodding box again, hasn't she?
1: Jeff Tracy would never forget the headline that had started it. International Rescue, what they mean is, Republican white men will save us. Then the rumors he had banished John to Thunderbird 5 because he was gay. Their greenhouse gas emissions report was just the final straw. So, Tin Tin, cost conscious, with impeccable social and ecological credentials, was taking over. FAB1 has arrived, my lord, said Parker. You sent a f***ing pink Rolls Royce to pick her up, Jeff screamed. He sighed, wondering if he could get a job with Joe 90, or Josephine 90, as she now liked to be known.
2: Given up her nine to
3: five job to look after her twin babies, making ends meet by giving yoga lessons and astrological consultations. These diminished when the pandemic hit and she had to do them online. Her blood froze on reading the following text from a friend in the small hours. Seen the news. The government are banning various things they deem inconsistent with Islam and Turkish culture, including yoga and occult practices, probably astrology. OMG. What am I going to do? I'm finished. Don't know, it's ridiculous, especially when you consider today's date April the 1st.
2: (laughs) Thank
1: you, lad. Shoes bare at the bottom, his feet hurt from walking around and around. These days he had lost track of where he was even heading. He had passed the shop on thousands of occasions. This time he stopped. Tentatively he lifted the latch. A bell rang and he went in. The cobbler was younger than he had imagined. He took off his shoes and showed him. They're gone, he said grimly. I'll check, but don't hold out much hope. I won't. The cobbler disappeared behind the door. He waited, staring dully at the sign which read, Lost Souls.
3: Or about 30 meters depth depending on the individual the nitrogen starts to really kick in and affect the brain something they call narcosis it sounds nasty but it's actually a dangerously pleasant feeling mildly addictive in fact And that's the trouble only once to 50 meters with a friend with another friend hovering above just in case things went weird And either or both parties decided that they really didn't need to breathe air and threw away the regulators. It's a particular place to be, but better not to go there, not without a couple of friends anyway.
1: Colchester, oh Colchester Speed camera caught my courser there Rajang the orangutan Poundland, students Was the Roman circus ever like nights at the Hippodrome? Squaddies on hurry up and wait Using standard operating nightclub procedures Men come back and nine months later We've got babies coming out of every hole But I met a girl At the Dirty Penguin who looked like the angel of victory on the war memorial. We shared Tagliatelli al Bosciola at Miseria e Nobilita, and I fell into her eyes while she dipped Cantucci Corti in my espresso. And on West Mersey, we made family.
3: was in the dentist's chair root canal treatment and he couldn't feel a thing on the right side of his mouth he had just received some news which was of such significance that he hadn't the least idea how to respond to it it was something which questioned his hitherto held beliefs at a fundamental level and his emotions seemed to have gone into neutral on the way home he tried again but he couldn't get there All he could do, he supposed, was wait until the numbness wore off, and hope that there wouldn't be too much pain.
1: It would be so easy to kill him. He who was, in the end, responsible for all the misfortune. All of the mistakes. Everything which had gone so wrong in his life was attributable to one person and nobody else. He had seen off any chance of love or lasting friendship with his negativity and his anger, and there really was nobody else for him to blame. And now he stood at the cliff's edge, looking down at the waves breaking on the rocks far below. Yes. Killing him would be a very easy thing. Just one step forward.
3: I noticed two identical globes of planet Earth on her windowsill, each slowly rotating around its golden axis. In synchronicity, Powered by the sun, she'd told me. A chain of black wooden beads rested in a perfect oval against her white cassock chest. She fiddled with one of them before placing her hands, palms open, on the armrests of her leather chair. I looked at the tall glass of water on the circular table next to me, pure, clean. Our eyes met. I don't like compliments, she said softly as I was about to thank her for her time.
1: After the last reveller has drifted home, and the doors of pubs, clubs, and late-night coffee shops are bolted. You might see them in Colchester High Street, though you may simply believe you drank one too many at the Three Wise Monkeys. But replay the CCTV very carefully, and see man with cup and walking woman leave their pavement stands outside Fenwick's department store for their weekly race around Castle Park on horses from the War Memorial, where St. George and the Dragon ensure a fair race and organise the betting amongst the pigeons.
3: was one indignity after another sitting at a trestle table in a field was one of them but having to be there in the first place was the overarching crushing indignity i'd laid them all out the scruffy man prodded picked up and ran calloused fingers over each one the dual lit toaster 159 pounds 99 joe malone scented candles 50 pounds each white company cashmere throw £149.99 Tiffany napkin holders, one set of four £75 each two liberty print bed cushions £129.99 each all legit, right? he scoffed, finally I'll give you £50 a lot my truculent nod was the final indignity
1: We emptied sacks of bread, molding soft dough inside into menageries, then gobbling them until our stomachs ached. We saved bread sacks and filled them with crusts we wouldn't eat. The ducks at Mystic Seaport were grateful, quacking pleasure, following until they had quarrelled over every last morsel. Bread sacks on strings were kites we could never afford to buy at toy shops. We saved bread sacks that held pollywogs from the pond, our eyes wide with wonder when they became frogs. Bread sacks held plumeria strung into lays, welcoming our daddy home from sea. I still save bread sacks.
3: Summer is scorching the grass and its strong colours, red, yellow and orange, dance in the flower beds as bees hum. Play on bright sun-filled days where children laugh and dogs lie panting on cool tiles. Enjoy long dusky evenings and fiery sunsets. I, Autumn, wait and watch from the dapple shade under the bronze cherry tree you ignore me even though you sense me there in the chill breeze that makes you pack away your book and move indoors you hurry across the damp of a first dewy morning and pretend not to see me i am patient
1: They sold lays of plumeria at the roadside flower market in Jaipur. My dad called them Frangipani. I asked the vendor where he got them from, where they were grown, as I wasn't sure they grew in India. He smiled, thrilled that I had stopped to talk. He insisted I drink a cup of frothy steaming chai that his friend made there and then in an ancient burned saucepan, on the cracked and worn pavement, just inches from the passing traffic. As we were shaded by blue plastic sheets strung overhead, he told me conspiratorially, I really have no idea.
2: Against all protocol at the childcare
3: centre, she swooped up the wailing three-year-old and carried him outside into the chilled winter air. Shocked by the cold, the child gasped and suddenly stopped crying. "'Are you ready to go back?' she calmly whispered. For the rest of the afternoon, they cut paper spirals, suspending them from the ceiling, whilst she explained the universe and Fibonacci's sequence." Next day, she brought a polished ammonite, which he held tightly in his hand at nap time, gazing up from his mat at the swirling cosmos as he gently drifted to sleep.
1: Today I discovered a box of keys hidden for years. Some are labelled, many are not. None are familiar except the squat bronze key that can bleed radiators. I think that most are front door keys, solid and silver, with mysterious numbers that are only familiar to locksmiths. These keys no longer have a purpose. Yet once they were carefully pocketed each morning, carried all day, and were sorely missed if they could not be found. I've put them into the chronology I think they own. I could burgle every house I've lived in for the last forty years.
3: ourselves freaks. Never hippies. And we congregated in places like Kathmandu, Goa. There we were on Bali. John with a big beard. South African Steph, a nurse, who cared for my septic leg when I fell in a drain. Stoned again. And Dave. Dave was different. On holiday from an oil company in Brunei. Just a two-week dropout. A wannabe. On the beach, we were waiting for the magic mushrooms to kick in. A plane took off and flew across the setting sun. Bye-bye, said Dave, grinning widely. I was supposed to be on that bastard.
1: We are going to fuck them wherever they f- are and we are not going to stop f- them until the whole lot are absolutely fucked. There was a pause. One man around the table shifted his seat. Excellent sentiment, of course, but perhaps James could give it a once-over just to polish it a bit? The man in the corner looked up at the mention of his name. "'Whatever,' said Churchill, handing the draught over. "'Just make sure they know we are going to f them!' "'I'll see what I can do, Prime Minister,' replied the speechwriter respectfully. Throw. Bank holiday. I waited for the lift up to departures. Ping! Lift going down. Doors opened. A noisy family with laden trolleys clattered in. At the back of the lift, I caught sight of the love of my life for a decade. More vital, beautiful, and luminous than I remembered. The door stayed open just long enough for us to exchange looks. Mine, surprised, friendly, apologetic. The bad ending was my fault. And perhaps hopeful? Hers? Neutral, with an enigmatic smile. She raised her left hand slightly. Maybe to wave? No. As the door shut, I saw the ring.
3: The butterfly flapped its wings in the Amazon forest. Big, soft, silken wings of yellow and blue. The breeze from them woke the logger from his slumber, and bad-tempered, he drove too fast into the nearest town, where he had a blazing row with the storekeeper. This large-boned woman couldn't keep her mind on the message she had to send to her cousin, who was a fisherman in the Gulf of Mexico giving him the coordinates of his position. That led him to ram the high-powered speedboat carrying all the oil executives and forcing them into the burning ocean.
1: As my father lay dying, the room was quiet, both light and sound muted by the soft carpet and the hush of after midnight. Beside me, as I sat reading, the bear-like form of my dog gently, patiently marked the vigil with me. Only the shallow whisper of life sounded in the room. Hope clinging to an emaciated body with glassy skin and cold hands. Almost unnoticed, a stillness spread through the air after his last breath, and the dog sighed. His soul departed, and I felt the peace of eternity enfold me, an irrefutable sense that love lives on. You are listening to Bill's Big Bag of Only Onions.
3: She'd nearly finished dinner and was enjoying a particularly sweet apple. It made a good crunching sound when she bit it. Suddenly, her dad shouted, "'No!' She froze, absorbed his glare and tense breathing, felt his body inches from hers. What had she done this time? "'You don't eat an apple with two hands!' One arm dropped to her side, ashamed. She stared at her other hand. The apple was now tasteless pulp, but mustn't be wasted. She swallowed. Her mum said, brightly, "'I expect you need to revise.' I'll clear up. On her plate, the apple core went brown.
1: For many churches, the bells calling the faithful to services or weddings or funerals is just a recording emergency service's bells are pneumatic and electronic sirens. The school bell replaced by a buzzer no longer rings to hasten the lazy child or to mark the end of playtime. Now no bells to pull outside houses or, for the affluent, a row of bells to summon the servants. And the rag and bone man ringing his bell is no more. But as it's said in the film, Every time a bell rings, an angel gets his wings. It's a wonderful life.
3: Pathologist Grace Johnson poked at the gaping, splintered wound on the back of the girl's head. She had been struck with force by something sharp. Or perhaps she had struck something during her fateful journey between the top of the multi-storey and the concrete path, where now she sprawled untidily. Looking up, Grace spotted the perfect candidate directly overhead, a protruding brick. That will do. Thank you, Rain, for removing any corroborating evidence. And you'll never tell, will you, Jenny? And you'll never cross me again. Any thoughts? asked Inspector Robbins. Oh, suicide I think you'll find, Inspector. Definitely suicide.
1: sat in my garden for a good two minutes, waiting and watching as I fumbled in my pocket for my phone, then shook his head in wry amusement as I tried to remember my code. A canine eyebrow raised as I opened my camera app. Yes, he knew that I didn't know the quick way. A chortle as I frantically swiped between camera settings. Finally, as I pressed record, he strolled away with a large foxy smirk on his face. He had a lovely bushy tail. The tip is less bushy, as my video clearly shows.
3: One day, living as the cautious do, internally, virtually, no fin cutting the dull surface of existence, she went shopping. She dawdled by the fruit. Madam, are you perusing the fruit? Perusing? She replied, a little nonplussed, noticing his hands. Nobody peruses fruit. Squeeze it, maybe. Weigh it in the hand? He suggested with a wink. I don't think it's any business of yours, she remonstrated. But it is this is my stall. But you're very welcome to get amongst my goods. Are you prepositioning me? Would it be beneath you if I was? No, she smiled.
1: At 7.45 p.m., the bell would ring. I'd leave my wife to line up outside the nursery window with other new fathers waiting to see our newborn children. Name? A tiny bundle, face scarcely visible, presented at the window. That was it for ten days our wives were in hospital after giving birth. No holding cuddling, cooing, that came later. As that baby grew from a child to a woman, there were tears, laughter, but always hugs. COVID. And now I'm on the other side of the window, wheeled, presented to my grown-up baby, full circle to no hugs.
3: minister sighed removing his glasses he rubbed his eyes wearily he sighed again absorbing the news the virus could be stopped for good forever the battle would be over in a matter of weeks though there was going to be one hell of a debate in the house once the news emerged it would never be possible to lock down again it was this simple The virus lost all potency and had no effect whatsoever on anyone who smoked weed regularly. He texted quickly, get the PM in the cabinet office now and bring his favourite bomb.
1: It isn't his death that wounds me the most. It's that I will never see my father throw back his head and laugh, or wink at me over his shoulder again. I will not see him dance, stepping from foot to foot and seeming to play imaginary maracas, missing only a brightly coloured and flounced Latino shirt. I'll miss summers, framed by a windbreak on a pebble beach, and seaweed fights soundtracked with excited squeals, the uncomplaining late night pickups, and the handkerchief passed silently with love. It isn't blood that runs through our veins It's the rivers of our childhood
3: Where then do you put it all? All the bad stuff that you've done in a lifetime, forgiven now by the grace of others, but it can't be forgotten. You can consign it to history or file it under bad things that I've done, but it never really goes away. You can't erase it or record over it. Life doesn't work that way. I suppose the best one can say is that we are all that we've done and that we live and learn. That's the easy part. The hard part about it is learning how to forgive yourself.
1: Carol and Julian had been going out for three weeks. Walking in the park, they stopped in the children's play area to discuss when they could meet again. But their engagements and work schedules clashed, so they couldn't agree on a time in the near future. Oh well, said Julian, let's make love bird-style. Without waiting for a reply, he slid down against the wall into a crouching position. Inhaling deeply, he blew hard on her abdomen. Carol was amazed at how lovely it felt. She was even more surprised when she realized she was going to lay some eggs.
3: Living in the shadow of its own past experiences, this specimen existed in a dull series of ritual vignettes of cage pacing, defecation, feeding and pretending to be wild. The enclosure was a cleverly disguised two-story apartment in the woods with post-punk sounds piped in to convince the inmate this was natural habitat its prey was no longer an elusive deer but someone downstairs with an obsession for red appliances strangely this animal had never been captured but entered the zoo freely craving safety and the chance to perform for the privileged few permitted entry to the zoo on the hill.
1: We had large times, fine times, times of inexplicable empathy and mutual flow, her presence the one indissoluble goodness in my life, in the adopted city, our hearts fluttering like pigeon wings every time we met. But time sticks like Wellington boots, and I remembered the time before when, at the point of no return, I was the spurned lover, the cast-off shoes. So, despite the truth of this relationship, I could not shake myself of an awful feeling of entrapment, much as when you find yourself living on Valentine Island, where you know there is no doctor. We split This is Cone Radio's late night oniony soap opera with its mysterious plotline and never ending cast of characters.
3: I was staying with my sister and her three young boys. Six year old Philip proudly showed me his swimming awards. They need to be sewn on my trunks, he said. Hoping to be of some use, I offered to do this. Without hesitation, my busy sister agreed, and I diligently sewed the badges on. Later that week, we went to the swimming pool for Philip's next lesson. We settled at the side, while Philip changed into his trunks and lined up ready for the lesson. Excited, he jumped in, then set off. Closely followed by a flotilla of badges.
2: Калина похилилася. Чогось наша славна Україна зажурилася.
1: А мы
2: тут щербуну калину пить нема. А мы ми... Лина похилилася, чого наша славна Україна зажурилася.
1: 2013, Independence Day. Young men paint their cheeks with blue and yellow stripes. Girls don red and white Cossack blouses. Even the stone gods around the town hall are dressed in the same red and white. People drink at wooden tables in the street. A novelty, one local tells me, put in place for last year's Euro Cup. He invites me out for beer introduces me to friends and girlfriend years pass the occasional facebook message ekes out our acquaintance 2022 in the shadow of war i contact him again we're safe in the view he replies but for how long are listening to Bill's Big Bag of Only Onions
3: Cocky Bernard would show off when out with friends. Have you tried cooking it before you serve it? Change the tablecloth I'm allergic to cotton Chopsticks. I'm not heathen My sambuca is corked Tell me, did you always want to wipe tables when you grew up? Mocha, Guernsey full fat milk. You do have turbinado sugar. You don't know what that is. Tea then, you can't pour water over a bag. He would laugh condescendingly and leave with a sneer. But, alone in lockdown, cocky Bernard's wings were clipped. Now he smiles gratefully and leaves
2: a hefty tip.
3: Time for our annual holiday at Aunt Rosemary's Cottage. Until the rotten incident with the paraffin and the snorkel, we had been six. Two fewer meant less of us to share a bed, so there was a silver lining. The cottage felt different. An odd smell and no sign of Uncle John. Davy and I decided to investigate whilst Malcolm and Cousin Ginny seemed preoccupied in the barn. Astonishingly, one day I found the secret room unlocked. I sneaked in and happened upon the man in the box. Then Davy called me down for tea, followed by a scrumptious steamed pudding. A momentous day the dawning of a new age 29th of march 2021 let us give thanks by marking this day each year with joyous celebration dancing in the streets song and laughter on our lips we can meet friends for coffee and socially distanced elbow bumps we can enjoy the great outdoors with members of our family who will have aged dramatically since last we met Run up the flags. Let there be praise to whomever God rocks your boat. But not just yet, eh? I'm pulling the covers over my head. Let's enjoy the peace a little longer.
1: A moment of your time. Infinity, let's agree, has no end or beginning. The universe, we agree, is infinite. So is there more than one universe? Two, for example? If both are infinite, they occupy the same space and time, which our admittedly basic grasp of physics states is impossible. The same applies for any number greater than two including we conclude an infinite number of universes ergo there must be only one but one is a finite number and infinity insists on no finite numbers ergo there's that word again the universe does not exist are you still there
3: Ivy arrived home, bags full of food for the party that day. She opened the door to see Tom painting the banisters. What are you doing? People will get paint over their clothes. You said it needed doing. They'll just have to be careful. The day wore on. Painting finished, food prepared, children ready. Notices Wet paint. Just before the guests arrived, Ivy stared aghast as Tom descended, carefully avoiding the paint. Jumper with holes in the elbows. You can't wear that. Grumbling, he went back up, reappearing in a different jumper. Same elbows, different holes. You did say change.
1: Stuck in the chaotic traffic in central Dhaka in a CNG, or cage on wheels, we were approached by a skinny girl of about nine. She clutched a single tulip, which she thrust towards us in the hope of selling it. Staring at me wide-eyed, she'd engaged in an earnest exchange in Bengali with my friend. She seemed to be asking questions, which I understood were about me from her constant glances. As she finally moved away, I asked Tasneem what they had been talking about. She said the child had asked, "'Where did you get him? I want one.'"
3: Oh, what a world of unseen visions and heard silences, this insubstantial country of the mind. Julian Jaynes. Memory. Inaccurate at best, what is its purpose then? A question from this Sufi, whose very practice, Zikra, invokes memory. In my limited understanding, it is the drawing forth and recognition of experience. At its height, shared experience, nurturing, divinity, essential cosmos, whispering, you are mine, grunting treasured meaning throughout this life. Add to this, sitting a living Shiva at the deathbed of the mother of a dear friend. I have no conclusions, only bits and pieces related to life, ever turning.
1: a hiker's worst nightmare. Not paying attention and too close to the edge, I had slipped, fallen and found myself hanging from the face of the cliff, holding on to a thorny bush whose roots were pulling out. At the very least, this was going to hurt. Suddenly, atop the bush, I spied a single red wild berry. Perhaps, because it is my motto to enjoy life to the fullest, whatever the circumstance, I thought, if I die, at least it will be sweet. I reached out, risking all, and plucked the most delicious fruit I had ever tasted. It's a Bill's big bag of onions.
2: You
3: just want to lock me away, she shrieked, her clumpy boots adding drama to her exit. I can't deny it. Given the dangers out there, that's exactly what I want to do, but apparently that's illegal. I started picking up the teenager detritus which had prompted our latest mother-daughter bout, then thought better of it. Maybe I was being too controlling. Let her clear up her own messes. I plonked down on her bed and switched on Netflix. An advert caught my attention. Virtual cages, the invisible way to protect teenagers. Click your remote to order now.
1: Side hope it's not too noisy All These Onions were written in 2020, 2021 and 2022 by Pat Bloss Ian Hornet Phil Post, Tony Pierce Angela Cairns, Yvonne Beeney John Dew, Bill Lawrence Pamela Ennis, Gladys Hornet Jenny Miller Rob Lewis, Ian Sayers Alex Jacoby
0: and Dave Price You have been listening to another fine crop of Bill's Big Bag of Onions. And why don't you grow an onion? Just get in touch with either Coln Radio directly or via the Bill's Big Bag of Onions Facebook page. Remember, your microfiction must be exactly 100 words long, not including the title. Be seeing you.
1: Bill's Big Bag of Onions is a Guppy production for Cole Radio and is committed to a varied, equitable and truly inclusive output that properly reflects the ethnic
2: diversity of our community audience.